Welcome to the Business of Luxury podcast, where we feature exclusive conversations with entrepreneurs, executives, and influencers on the leading edge of luxury. On today's episode, Who Man connects with Todd Johnson, president and CEO of the Beverly Hills Chamber of Commerce. In this episode, you'll hear Todd share his journey from the restaurant industry to serving at the Beverly Hills Chamber of Commerce, how the chamber supports the luxury market within the city, and Todd's hopes and dreams for the future of the chamber. All right, let's jump into Who Man's conversation with Todd Johnson. Todd, it's so great to have you. Welcome to the show today. Well, I'm honored to be on here and to be talking with you as always. Thank you so much. Todd, although you're now the president and CEO, you've had quite a history with the Beverly Chamber of Commerce over the years. How, how did you get involved? Why don't you share with us? How did that all come about? How did it come to be? I spent my first part of my life in the restaurant business and 20 years with Lowry's. Um, so when I was, at, I, I was a general manager here in Beverly Hills for about 10 years and was got involved with the chamber then and ended up coming on the board. And I think I was on the board 12 years um, before I moved into this position and I had been CEO. Well, no, I'm sorry. I was chairman of the board in 2010, uh, CFO a couple of years. So I knew I knew the chamber and the organization and the people and the board um, certainly knew the city from the people that would come in and dine with me at, at Lowry. So it, when this position became open and a couple of my board said, well, why don't you do it? I'm like, well, I don't really know much about nonprofit, but I know for profit. So, um, and then I've, you know, we've going on eight years have been in the position and we're, I think it's, I think we're a pretty strong chamber. We have a good name. We have a good reputation. It wasn't always like that. Um, but we worked hard to work with the city and, uh, and the business community and, you know, for people to find value in being part of our organization. It really was a natural fit for you, you know, to be able to be in the service business, the restaurant business for as long as you've been, which is not always easy. You have to be very good with people and situations to be able to do what you do. And then to transition into this role was really a organic and natural fit for you that really worked out well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I thank the good Lord every day for it. I, um, I like what I do. I've, I, in fact, I don't know if I've ever had a job I disliked. So, um, we we're talking with some guys last night about retirement. I'm like, I can't even think of retirement. You know, I, I enjoy what I do. Um, I've always said, if you want to learn about people work in the restaurant business, uh, mm-hmm. you, you deal with, uh, and especially at Lowry's because it's a special occasion restaurant. So people come there with high expectations already. And I've always said that, um, perspective is everything, right? You have to keep things in perspective. You and I have talked about this, but my wife who just retired uh, was a pediatric chaplain ordained Presbyterian minister at UCLA hospital. And for 20 years, she dealt with the death of kids two to three a week. So when we would deal with people that were upset either at the restaurant or if it's a chamber event or, or something that a member is disheartened about, and are acting like, oh my gosh, the world's coming to an end. I always remind myself and my staff of just keep in mind, if we can be as empathetic with this person 
as the, my wife is with the parents of a two-year-old that died, it's pretty hard to lose. So we're very hospitality driven, probably more than what it was. Um, the staff that I've brought on, I, I think I've hired everyone except one of the persons, um, are very hospitable. And we survived the pandemic, you know, virtually. Um, I didn't lose any staff. Um, and then I told the staff, I said, look, if, if a member is thinking of dropping because they're going out of business, that's one thing. But if someone's like, you know what, we just can't afford it, well, then give them a free membership for a year. You know, it's better to keep them on board and keep them and help them get through the pandemic. And then that paid off for us. And we're back on the rise again now. And, um, and obviously back in person with events and, and things. So. Fantastic. Yeah. You know, it's very obvious that this chamber is really one of the best it's been for years. And the credit goes to you and your team and the execution uh, and how much of an impact you've had. Um, and that's why I'd really like to have you share with our audience what is the role of the Chamber of Commerce? What it, what exactly does it do? Because a lot of people have heard that many cities many cities have a Chamber of Commerce, but a lot of people don't know what their exact role yeah. is. Share that with our audience. That'd be great. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the purpose of a chamber, depending on where they are, I mean, for instance, Los Angeles is much more governmental, um, dealing with Sacramento and, and the city of LA and whatnot. We are about businesses to business, B2B. We want to help businesses be successful in Beverly Hills. We want, uh, we help bring businesses that we think that should be here. Um, I talked with some people last night that have some people interested in wanting to open up a place here. So I'll have to talk to you about that later for some real estate. Um, but it's really about making businesses thrive and uh, helping them in one of the most famous cities in the world. You know, the, the strongest brand, one of the strongest brand names in the world is Beverly Hills. And, you know, I'm fortunate to work here and, and to be with this chamber and I, I just really look at members as guests of a restaurant. I want to make sure they're taken care of. You know, when a member joins, I'm always quick to ask. So let me ask you a year from now, when your renewal is here, what would it take for you to say, it's a no brainer, I'm going to re-up. And it's sometimes not too much, but sometimes we can't meet the expectations of a business. So I say, there's probably a better organization for you because I don't want you to just spend your money and then a year later say, oh, that was worthless. So I think people are sometimes surprised with that rather than us just taking the money. So, but you know, our, our goal again is to, as you know, um, we do a trip to New York and we do an outreach for both new businesses. And we talk to major headquarters of the Rodale Drive folks and we connect businesses with you that want to come out here. And there's several restaurants and um, some retailers and, you know, big things coming, coming our way in our city. It's very special because like you said, it's a brand, it's a name that everyone knows on a global level. And to be here is very special. Um, and to have the opportunities that are available is that much more important, uh, which one would wonder what are, what would you say are the unique opportunities and challenges that the chamber faces when 
serving the luxury market in the city, especially because Beverly Hills is known as the luxury city of the world. What are these, you know, challenges and opportunities? Would you say that we, that the chamber? Yeah, I, I don't see as much of a challenge as more of an opportunity, like you said. You know, it's it's an it's a um, you. There's a lot of people that want to have their business address 90210, 90211, 90212. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to be in our city. Um, the city council right now, I think, is a very business friendly, have been very supportive of the business community over the last several years, especially with the outdoor dining. Um, so the, some of the challenges are how do we continue to to grow how do we continue because the outdoor dining for the most part is not going away there's going to start to be now some uh, construction examples where booths will have to be upgraded because there's a certain level of you know what it looks like you know it has to be some consistency because some of the parklets look really great and some others not so good um but it's important that take advantage of that outdoor dining that's helped the city in many ways um with the major projects that we have coming into the city as you know um in the next three to five years our city is going to change significantly we'll have two subway stations um we could have you know a chevron blanc hotel um hudson bay has major plans for the Saks area down there and they really want to extend the feel of Rodeo Drive west on Wilshire down through the two or three four stores that they have uh and then of course the one Beverly project right on next to LA Country Club is going to be some luxury condo towers and then uh, the third tower is going to be partially a, a luxury hotel I in talking with the hotels they're expecting um pretty good strong summer and fall uh, i think there i think the first quarter maybe the first six months are going to be a little bit of a challenge um for all of us but i do think that the latter half because everyone last year went to europe because the euro was uh so much more favorable so a lot of people went there and then with the world cup and the timing we didn't have that middle eastern traveler come so they have, the hotels have said that they're starting to book up with these travelers. So I think um, I think that I think it's going to be a good year. I think it's going to be a challenge, you know, uh, but we'll get through it. We're the last city to go into a recession and the first one to come out. That's very true. Very true. And history does most certainly show that and which shows the strength of, of this amazing city. Uh, that we live in and that uh, we share with the entire world in so many ways. Uh, Todd, how do, how does the chamber play a role in advocating for businesses through legislation and political action committees? That's always such an important important component. How does the chamber play that you know play a role in doing that? Well, my director of uh, economic development, government affairs. Uh, who did just leave for another opportunity, but Blair was exceptional in this area where he, he monitored both, you know, city, local, county, and statewide 
government issues and bills. And would we would bring them up to our GAC committee and we meet once a month and go over things that are gonna affect business. Um, for instance, our next EDC lunch, I've got uh, Kelly Scott speaking on all the changes in the labor laws. And there's so many changes. Uh, the, the state of California is one more challenging states probably when it comes to labor and labor laws. And I think unfortunately, a lot of businesses aren't aware of it or of the mm -hmm. laws until someone comes at them. So we really try to inform people of that kind of thing. Um, we've certainly been working closely with Metro and, and the, the closure of Canon and that, that wall is going to eventually come down sometime this year. And then they'll, they'll block off uh, Beverly because they're going to put in the North terminal there. So, um, so there's a lot of things coming. We have so many, we have some amazing restaurants opening here, as you know, uh, that'll be opening this year that, and that have opened. Um, so we're, we'll, we'll struggle, but I think we'll struggle in a good way. And people, people, when they are coming and spending the money, uh, they're spending a, a they're high, it's a high end spend. Um, so when people are traveling and whatnot. So, but the chamber really keeps in the loop. We work with BizFed. Um, we work with BizNow. We, um, Waste, which is uh, Western Association of Chambers. Whenever there are big headlines that hit chambers or going to hit us, we certainly bring them up to our GAC and take it to executive board and then to the board for approval. And as you know, as you're a board member, so. <laughs> Yes, no, of course. And that's that's why all the businesses uh, that have been very intrigued by the chamber and are looking to constantly be a part of it are so happy with that relationship that the chamber has with the city, which is quite unique. And it's not always something that you see uh, happening in, in other cities. Uh, and I think that's very special to to have and to to see that be in process which is a very important thing to the business owners who are listening today no matter where they live why would you encourage them to join their local chamber and what and what advice would you give them with the experience that you've had and the knowledge that you've gained sure yeah I, it's it's kind of like i equate it to a gym you know if you're going to join a gym it has to be convenient. It has to be somewhere where you're going to get to it. So, for instance, I have members of our chamber that are out of the country, um, but simply want to be a member of Beverly Hills Chamber. So I think you would look up your local chamber, see what kind of uh, advocacy, what kind of events do they do, what kind of promotions do they do? That Are they working closely with the city? Do they not have a good relationship with the city? I'm aware of several chambers around us that are not in a good position with the cities um, and the chambers are, are struggling. Um, we've worked hard on the relationship with our city and, you know, really see them as a partner and they see us as a viable partner. So I think businesses and you want to get, you have to get involved uh, again, like a gym, if you, join a gym and then go two ice or three times in a year and then quit because you didn't lose any weight. Well, mm. you went three times. So 
we do over 200 events a year at this chamber. Um, anything from 20, 30 people up to big signature events, seven, 800 people. Um, we have a, we have a major event in two weeks at the Beverly Hills Hotel, which is called the State of Luxury. And it's some amazing panelists that uh, are led by Ann Shatilla, who's a Associated Press uh, reporter, but was a longtime reporter with Channel 13 and is a specialist in luxury and really knows luxury. So people walk out of there learning something. So there's value. So that's that's the whole that's the whole important thing. I think when you're looking at a chamber, what am I going to get out of this or what are you expecting to get out of this? And, and hopefully they tell you, sure, yeah, we can do that. Or you know what? We can't. We're not the right chamber. Um, we try to be pretty honest with everyone and just show it like it is. And, you know, I think that's that pays off in the long run. It's good business practices. And I think, uh, Todd, the key is exactly what you said. How much are the business owners doing on their part? There's only so much that any organization can offer you. But what are you doing to participate? What efforts are you making? You know, yeah, yeah, you have to take advantage of the opportunities that we have. I mean, you know, getting people together is pretty easy, but getting the right people together and the right group of people who you're looking for, um, that's a different story. And that's what we're pretty good at is is getting together right organizations with each other who can do business with each other. And that's really what it's about is supporting uh, the local community as best we can. And, and the residents of Beverly Hills who really, you know, take our hats off to them. They did support the city and the restaurants through the pandemic. Um, we didn't lose much, as you know, um, nothing like some of the cities around us. We lost some, but those places have filled back up and, uh, and there's still people looking to to come into our city. So we're uh, we have much to be blessed for. Absolutely. The activity is at an all time high, actually. And there's there just isn't enough supply for the demand that's out there. Right. And it's very exciting to see the transformation and the transition and the growth and uh, how so many businesses want to be in this area and to really make it part of what they're doing right what are your hopes and dreams for the chamber's future with everything that's been happening and what an amazing job you guys have done with your leadership uh what are your hopes and dreams well i think you know we constantly are looking and evolving uh, you know i I think we're good, but can we be better? Absolutely. Uh, we're connecting with the right people. We we establish the right relationships. I think, you know, what I see the chamber is a, uh, and I used to think, oh, you know, you want to have all these members, a large, large chamber. I'm more, we've more focused on last several years of quality of the right business. You know, our, our, we have a core competencies, what, what are important to our organization. And if a business doesn't meet those uh, core goals, then hmm. it's it's probably not a right fit. And that we found that that's really worked well for us by sticking to that, you know, and then, and then we have a 
we have quarterly planning sessions where we have 90 day goals. We have one year goals. We have three year goal. Um, you know, we want to be a sustainable, um, impactful chamber in the community and with the businesses and helping businesses thrive and get through permitting. And, and you know what that's like, um, Sure. Up to doing ribbon cuttings, up to doing anniversary things, up to doing breakfast meets, up to do, I mean, the sky's the limit for us. And um, and it's funny, we say we're not an event company, but we do a lot of events. And it's, you know, I think people can appreciate Zoom um, because it has its place. It's not going away. But there's, I don't think a handshake and a hello and a, even a hug will ever be replaced by, you know, texting and and talking like this over over online, I think the in-person meetings are vital and very important. Oh, there's nothing more important than that human element uh, of physically being in the same place, the communication, uh, feeling the energy, uh, very, very important. Uh, yeah. It's part of our existence. Yeah. Todd, before we, we wrap up, what is the best way for people to learn about the chamber and follow what you do? Well, you can certainly go on. I mean, we're on all the Instagram and Twitters and uh, Facebook, um, YouTube. Our website is actually pretty stellar, I, I have to admit. It, it's really good. Um, so if you go to www.beverlyhillschamber.com, Virtually anything and everything you need to know is listed in there. Everything from our members to our board members to our staff to uh, upcoming events, how to get involved, you know, what what kind of issues are you having? What kind of laws are you learning that you need to get some education on? Um, and we're able to I've had so many people call over the last year or two with some pretty interesting requests and I learned to take it as a compliment because it I was someone asked me to help them get a doctor for their elderly mother. And then they asked me to help them get a physical therapist <laughs> for their mother. And I thought, well, that's interesting. But, you know, I mean, if people didn't think you weren't capable of doing something, they wouldn't ask. So that's I think true. I think that's OK. You know, and uh, I've always been big on doing for others anyway. And I as a hospitality guy that's what you do and uh, so I enjoy this and it's I have a great staff we have a wonderful team uh, and our members are really good you, you being one of them and our board is probably one of the most cohesive boards I've ever worked with and I've been on several um, and we get a lot of stuff done and we're efficient so and oh, and I think most important is we have fun absolutely having fun you really got to look at what you're doing. Which is so important. I just want to really commend you and your leadership and what you've been able to do with the amazing team and staff that you have. And it really comes down to loving what you do, how much you care for people and the sincerity that you have. And you truly exemplify that. And this Chamber of Commerce exemplifies that. And that's why you're seeing the growth you're seeing the connectivity with the city of Beverly Hills and all the great improvements. And I really am so excited about what the future holds for both you and the chamber and the city of Beverly Hills. And, and thank you again for being part of our show today. 
Well, I'm honored to have been on it with you and you know, I think the world of you and um, so glad to be here and whatever you need, you let me know. Thank you. Thank you again. We hope you enjoyed Human's conversation today and we invite you to share this episode with someone who might enjoy it as well. Take a screenshot on your phone, text it to them and tell them to check out businessofluxurypodcast.com. Also, we encourage you to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you for listening to The Business of Luxury.